Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, outrage. President Biden calls for a war crimes trial against Vladimir Putin after those disturbing images emerge from Ukraine. Ukraine's president again accusing Russia of genocide as he tours the devastated region. We're live with the three things you need to know. Then wicked weather. Severe storms ripping through Texas while parts of the south are on alert for tornadoes this morning. Al's got your full forecast just ahead. Plus, sign of the times. We want the world to understand that sign language is important. With CODA, the Oscars Best Picture, shining a light on the deaf community, an exclusive look at a new way people can learn American Sign Language, how Snapchat is helping users learn the basics. From Kansas City to today, for Avery's 18th birthday, Wikiwachi, Florida, and Saratoga Springs, Utah. They are Come on, out. we got a we got a big crowd outside, y'all. It's a Tuesday morning. We got Savannah on assignment. All right, let's get right to our news at eight o'clock. Uh, there are new calls for action this morning after that massacre of Ukrainian civilians outside of Kiev. The latest atrocities have President Biden demanding a war crimes trial. NBC's Gabe Gutierrez joins us from Ukraine with the three things we need to watch. Hey, Gabe. Good morning. Hoda, good morning. Ukrainian authorities say more than 300 bodies have been found in Bucha, though the exact number can't be verified. Again, the images are disturbing. Now, President Zelensky toured the devastation on Monday. Bodies of civilians littered the streets after Russian troops pulled out of the suburb of Kyiv. Zelensky says other surrounding towns could have similar death tolls. Russia maintains that the images are staged. Meanwhile, the U.N. Security Council will meet today. The U.S., Britain and France are expected to present evidence of war crimes. But it's unlikely the Security Council will agree on any concrete measures because of the veto power held by Russia and China. Russian forces are repositioning to the eastern and southern parts of this country, continuing an onslaught on Mariupol, a city about 10 times the size of Bucha. The death toll there? unknown. All this is Russian propaganda is on the rise. Independent polls show that within Russia, President Putin's popularity is up. Hoda? That was a stunning statement. Gabe Gutierrez for us there. Gabe, thank you. I'm back here now to those severe storms that tore through Texas overnight. Lightning, as you can see here, lighting up the skies near Dallas. Heavy rain causing flash flooding there. The winds were powerful enough to flip this tractor trailer and send a tree crashing onto a house. Now, that system is now making its way east. 
Mr. Roker is standing by with the latest on what to look out for. What are we, what are we looking at here? Well, guys, this is a very dangerous and volatile situation. In fact, you can see we're starting to see tornado warnings popping up now uh, to the east of Jackson, Mississippi, and this line is pushing east. We've extended the tornado watch now into a good portion of uh, central Alabama, also down into the panhandle of Florida. So as this line makes its way, we are going to be watching these storms firing up. Daytime tornadoes that are going Going to move into nighttime tornadoes. In fact, 22 million people at risk today. It's a long swath of wind damage possible, the threat for several tornadoes. In fact, this area here, just to the west or east of Mobile, Monroeville, Dothan, Albany, Douglas, on into Savannah, this is where we could see EF2 or greater tornadoes. So we're watching that very closely. Tomorrow afternoon, this moves to the east and the southeast, 30 million people at risk. Now Atlanta in the enhanced area, Birmingham as well. Tornadoes likely. We're going to be watching that damaging wind gusts. And then as we move into Thursday, the system moves off. We are looking at the risk of severe weather right along the Carolina, the coast of the Carolinas. Wind gusts, tornadoes not likely, but we're going to watch all this besides the wind damage. Heavy rain, two inches per hour possible, up to five inches. That's where we could be looking at some flash flooding down through the southeast. And as we move up the coast along the I-95 corridor, it's going to be wet as well. Windy moving into Thursday afternoon. So, guys, a wide swath of the eastern third of the country going to be in big trouble today and right. tomorrow. Thank, Thank you. Thanks, Al. And police in Sacramento are making progress in their investigation of the mass shooting Sunday that left six people dead. But they are still asking for the public for help. NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer joins us now with an update. Miguel, good morning. Tom, good morning. This is that intersection where people were pouring out of restaurants and bars on a late Saturday night and early Sunday morning when more than 100 shots were fired in this area. But as you mentioned, police are now making pretty serious progress. This morning, a manhunt is still underway for at least one shooter, while investigators say another gunman is now in custody after six were killed and many more were wounded. As a barrage of bullets ripped through a crowd early Sunday morning in Sacramento, police say 26-year-old Dondre Martin was behind one trigger. He is the first, but perhaps not the last arrest in the city's deadliest mass shooting. You've made one arrest. How likely is it you'll make more? Well, we do know that there are multiple shooters, and so we are, our team is actively working on it. We're certainly continuing to identify um, people that were involved in this, witnesses, victims, and certainly the suspects. When police arrived at the scene of the chaos and carnage Sunday at 2 a.m., the street was sprayed with more than 100 bullet casings covered in shattered glass while wounded victims were triaged in the middle of the roadway. I think it was catastrophic. I mean, 18 people um, being shot with six of those not surviving their injuries. That honestly is the most significant incident that I have seen um, at that level of gun violence in my 27 years here at the Sacramento Police Department. The victims who lost their lives in the crossfire ranged in age from 21 to 57. John Taya Alexander's father said she had just gotten her first apartment and was days away from her 22nd birthday. Sergio Harris was a father of three and a friend to many. Because ain't nobody bringing Sergio back. Nobody. 
I don't get to go kick it with my cousin tomorrow. With tributes to the lives lost and for the many wounded and still recovering, after what was supposed to be a night on the town, this morning the hunt for a shooter while police say one gunman is in custody. The police chief says fixed cameras on street corners have provided video of the shooting. She also said that video from people in this area could help identify other suspects. As for that person who's been taken into custody, he'll be in court later on today. Tom. All right, Miguel, with that manhunt still underway. Miguel, thank you. Some frightening moments in New Jersey on Monday after a small plane landed right in the middle of a neighborhood. Check this out. You can see the plane there. The plane's nose was damaged. Its tail just missed a parked car. Fortunately, nobody on the ground was hurt. The pilot amazingly able to climb out of the wreckage on his own with some minor injuries. Witnesses say that the plane may have clipped a tree or some power lines while trying to reach an airport just a few blocks away. All right, uh, we're coming up on 809. Are you yes. guys ready for a boost? We need a Do boost. I think you might like this one. So a groom in Florida got really choked up on his wedding day when he received a special request from his future stepdaughter. So during a photo shoot before the ceremony, six-year-old McKinley had a surprise for the groom. She handed him a gift bag and what turned out to be adoption papers right inside. Take a look. Can I open it right now? If you didn't think a wedding day could yeah. get any better, how about that? Those adoption papers made it even more joyful and memorable for that incredible family. Perfect. Yeah. And I love what he said. I'd love Let's to be your dad forever. That's forever. so sweet. Yeah. Up next, uh -huh. uh, something new on Snapchat that's helping millions of people communicate a brand new way to learn American Sign Language. Yeah, and it's all thanks to a team of deaf engineers, their remarkable story, and an exclusive look at how their tool is already changing lives, right after this. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's match engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back with a Today exclusive CODA, of course, this year's Best Picture at the Oscars. It helped shine a light on the deaf community, and it's also driving interest in American Sign Language. Yeah, that's right. Now a special group at Snapchat is working to bridge the communication divide between the deaf and hearing worlds. Mm -hmm. NBC's Aaron McLaughlin joins us now with that story. Aaron, good morning. 
Good morning, guys. According to the National Association of the Deaf, there are approximately 48 million deaf and hard of hearing people in the United States. For many, communicating with the outside world can be a huge problem. The folks at social media giant Snapchat are working to break down those barriers, creating a new tool for Snapchatters to learn American Sign Language. As Hollywood celebrates CODA, a film about the harsh realities facing a mostly deaf family in America. I can't stay with you for the rest of my life. See? Social media app Snapchat uh, is working to break down some of the barriers uh, explored in the movie by creating new avenues of connection and communication. Thanks in part to a team of deaf engineers called Defengers, including 25-year-old Austin Viday. We want the world to understand that sign language is important and that everyone signing is important. Austin was just three years old when he gradually started to lose his hearing. For nine years, he relied almost solely on lip reading to get by. Then he learned American Sign Language, or ASL, and his world changed. I didn't know any sign from three until the age of 12. I started interacting with individuals who are deaf and they were ASL users. And frankly, my world and my education just opened right up. It felt like all of a sudden, you know, the black and white changed into full color. And so Austin and the Defenders developed new technology to help Snapchat's 319 million users learn ASL. We experienced firsthand how this new lens guides you through the ASL alpha. So now I'm learning the letter H. Now I. Letting you know when you get it right. You're doing well. Good job. <laughs> and when you get it wrong. Ooh, ooh. What's going on? What am I doing wrong? There? There? Oh, there we go. Even introducing a oh, new way to swipe. Yeah? yeah? My head? Oh, no, I'm wrong. Austin says it's a badly okay, needed tool to help communicate with the deaf community. What is it like being a deaf person using tech today? It certainly can be challenging. You may have a friend who says, you know, let's go over and, and catch this show. But where's the interpreter? Where's the accessibility? Snapchat's ASL alphabet aims to change that. You got it, yeah. <laughs> you say this is the start of that journey. Where are you going? Really, there's a lot of potential. The sky's the limit. This is a huge step forward. It makes technology more accessible. And I hope that this sends a message to other tech companies. There is such a rich opportunity right in front of them to incorporate American Sign Language in a variety of ways. For millions, Snapchat is an app that allows its users to create alternate personas using filters or lenses. It now hopes to help unlock a new world between the deaf and the hearing. Defenders, there we Yay! go. Good job. <laughs> If you watch the Oscars, you may have seen some members of the audience making this sign, the sign for applause. It really was such a fun day, and I learned so much. Some important work going on over there at Snapchat. Guys. Aaron, uh, first of all, you tried it. You look like yeah. you were real good at it. So how was it learning? <laughs> Well, the lens uses tech called augmented reality to determine if you're using the correct hand signal. So the feedback was instantaneous. It was almost like a game. Huh. You can even get your kids learning ASL as early as today. The lens is now available for all 
Snapchat users. That's really okay. cool. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's so funny. I was used to Nick at his school. A lot of kids have some sensory issues, yeah. and so for applause, this they was that? Yeah, this was oh, that okay. early on. That was cool. On. Yeah. All right. Thank Great you, Aaron. Story. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Roker, how about a check of the weather, sir? All right, let's show you what else we've got going on out there for today. As we mentioned, those severe storms, it's going to be a big, big problem. We're going to watch that. Very windy back behind that second system with some snow through the western plains. Look for sunshine through the southwest where we could be looking at some record highs from the southwest on into Southern California. Don't forget, you can find us on Sirius XM Channel 108. Today at 1 o'clock, off the rails, we've got an interview with John Baptiste, five-time oh, yeah, oh, winner. That's, that's right. That's a booking. But that's first, first. Yes. best time of the morning, <laughs> yes. wow. Pop Start, baby. If I start inadvertently talking about Tiger Woods during Pop Start, <laughs> yes, okay. just nudge me. <laughs> nudge me. <laughs> and I'll just, like a robot, I'll go I'm over. I'm surprised you didn't incorporate Tiger into Pop Start. I'm going to try. First up, Tiger Woods. No, Harrison Ford <laughs> is first up. And it's the first time in nearly six decades in acting that Harrison Ford's going to be headed to a television series. The Indiana Jones actor is going to lead a new comedy called Shrinking. He'll do it for Apple TV+. Plus. He's going to play a successful yet blunt therapist who shares a practice with two protégés, one of which is going to be played by How I Met Your Mother actor Jason Segel. And behind the scenes, this is a comedy dream team. Segel's going to also produce and write the series with Ted Lasso's Brett Goldstein and Scrubs creator Bill Lawrence. Get out! Yeah, it's like the dream team here. But don't worry, Harrison's not leaving the silver screen anytime soon. He just recently wrapped the Indiana Jones 5 movie, and that is slated to hit theaters next year. That's going to be a good one. Next up, Britney Spears, the pop icon, says she's ready to put her story in print on Monday. Britney used a lengthy post on Instagram to confirm that she's writing a memoir describing how her conservative shit made her feel less than. And now the deleted post. I understand why these people write all these big posts and they take them down. Um, anyway, she wrote, I'm writing a book uh, at the moment, and it's actually healing and therapeutic. It's also hard br- bringing up the past events in my life. I've never been ex- able to express openly. I can only imagine that I do sound childish, but I was extremely young when those events took place. This announcement follows the reports that earlier we said uh, in the year that she did that book deal worth $15 million, wow. and Brittany has not confirmed a release date or publisher for the project. Okay. Next up, Pistol. That's the name of the upcoming series set to tell the story of the punk rock icons, The Sex Pistols. It's a six-part show based on guitarist Steve Jones's memoir, Lonely Boy. It's going to explore how a group of working-class kids made a lasting impact on punk culture and music in the 70s. Oscar-winning director Danny Boyle, who's worked on a bunch of great projects, and some, some biopics you might know, 127 Hours of Steve Jobs, leads the project behind the camera. And Danny Boyle, Train Spotting. What a great movie that was, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finally, we've got big birthday love going on between some of TV's most <laughs> iconic duos. First, check out this lovely little tribute from our friend Mariska Hargitay oh. to her Law & Order co-star Chris Maloney. Hargitay sharing this snuggly snapshot in honor of Maloney's 61st wow. birthday. The actress writing in the caption, Chris Maloney, you're aging like a fine wine. Hashtag, he still got it. Oh. Now, we know they're close friends in real life, and we can only imagine the fuel of this is adding to the yes. will they, won't they. they. Will. Uh, for Benson and Stabler fans out there. And speaking of friendships decades in the making, how about this other duo, Beverly Hills 90210 buddies, Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Tori shared this retro photo of the BFFs in honor of Garth's 50th birthday this week, writing in the caption, you are more beautiful today than you were 30 years ago. You are truly my sister in this lifetime. Well, Isn't that nice? Good that they're good friends. I didn't know that. Yeah, very yeah. good friends. Cool. And that is your pop star today, guys. All right, thank you. Next up, the third hour of today.